I, I wonder if you go, like, if you go back and look at that corner three and four last lap with these top three on the, on the podium, if you, if you rewound that last lap, I mean, the amount of times that Trent wins or, um, you know, Chase or Tom wins, I think it, it's a toss up. Episode 139, Tank Slapping Podcast. We are the Red Mile Rewind. This one could be a shit show a little bit. I have Eric Hartley on from Evil Hours Racing and return of Robbie Bobby McClendon. Rob, what's good, man? I'll let you go first. How you doing? Fuck, man. I used to love miles. I'm starting to really fucking hate miles, but uh, we're doing good, man. We're just uh, burning the midnight oil. I know your team's doing the same fucking thing, dude. It's uh struggle bus a little bit, but uh, yeah, man, we're plugging away. Just, you know, doing what we've got to do to bridge the gap, I guess. Fuck. I don't even know at this point. I'm like, dude, I'm throwing the goddamn kitchen sink at it. I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to find like sneaky Pete nitrous bottle locations, everything. <laughs> Well, we got a lot to talk about. Eric, what's good, man? How's your week? You had a big uh, big Lodi job, right? Is that where you guys, the Hooligan Series, yeah. Lodi? Yeah, yeah. It was the first round of the uh, GNHC West Series uh, down in, in Lodi. Had some uh, some pros, some former pros show up, and uh, it was really good. We had uh, the likes of Bonzi and Ragsdale and uh, McAllister all down there. So there's a lot of a lot of familiar names. Um, who, won? So, who won? Who won? Um, who won? Who won? Who won? Who won? Uh, it was Tony Alves. You may remember him from uh, some Moto Beach Classic and some yeah. some other things with the Rolling Sands Day. But it was actually a photo finish. Uh, they had to check video and transponders. Uh, uh, it was it was really close. It was um, yeah. They McAllister, right? Is that is that Kevin McAllister? Is that the kid that got lost on Gage. the airplane? Or yeah, no, it was. Jimmy McAllister, yeah, and the uh, the Husky was out there, and then Bonzi was on a bike, and he was gonna he was getting ready to steal lunch money, but then uh, AJ Kirkpatrick's bike, his Indian broke, and he had to he had to take back his ride. So McAllister was like, "All right, that's cool." So it was yeah, it was really awesome to be out there running with some pros, and um, yeah, no, it's it was a good weekend. How, Round one's done. Yeah. How, how was the turnout? I'm, I'm only curious because, you know, West Coast stuff, it's like usually really, really good or, or it's just okay. Like, it, was it like, was this like a throwdown type with like a million people there or was it just kind of like a local type race or do we have like some heat? This so, year? I mean, you already said some heat showed up, but. Yeah, no, there was over 30, I think there was like 35 entries for the hooligan um, class. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, for Lodi Motorcycle Club as well, it was a two-day um, weekend race because it was Memorial Day, so it was a good turnout for them as well. But for us specifically, yeah, it was it was it was a bit chaotic. So um, yeah, it's kind of like herding put cats. All thirty in the main. Uh, no, only four. Main? Yeah, no, only fourteen. So it was six, six, and then uh, the two winners of the LCQs made it, but they were on the back and they were on the third row. So and then you know and what? it was I'm... a uh, yeah. What's up? Oh, I'll say I haven't interrupted in a while. It's been a minute. So you guys just have to fucking deal with it because I got so much stuff. <laughs> I love no, it. So, you know, I, 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 so, uh, you know what? I'm going to call it out right now. We don't need to cap hooligan 
entries on the track. We're hooligan. They're hooligans. I say we. <laughs> my, obviously, my hooligan career is a first and a last. <laughs> that's all I got for results. But I think that uh, I think thirty hooligans on the track is safe, and that's what it should be from now on. Like everybody makes the main in the hooligans, and if you got rolling for more. I pushed for more and they said no. So I want you to Come know on, that we're on Lodi. the same page. <laughs> all right, let's see. Let's all collectively email Lodi and be like, hey, guys, come on out. They're hooligans. And, of course, I'm going to run a hooligan race. It's going to have 12. <laughs> did you uh, Did you get contact high from riding around the track at Lodi? That's like the no, first time I no, ever I smelled marijuana was uh, when I went to Lodi and I pulled in the pit. Well, that's right, <laughs> because you're from uh, you're from Pennsylvania and you guys all have horse and buggies out there. So that's right. Yeah, they yeah, don't have weed either. <laughs> yeah it's uh it was a different environment man but i absolutely love lodi it's a it's a fun vibe and i think that track has more heated tempers than than any track i've ever been to but anyway we'll uh we'll get into this uh red mile rewind i want to make sure we shout out mission foods for being the title sponsor of the pod appreciate everything they do for the sport everything for the entire industry Want to shout out Bell Power Sports. Check out bellhelmets.com to view their full line of products. If you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. And I'm going to give another shout out to Yamaha Motorsports and Yamaha Racing. Check out their website, yamahamotorsports.com. Motorcycle, ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile, and power products. Yamaha revs your heart. Get right into it. Uh, Red Mile, man. So I've always liked the Red Mile personally. I think it's a cool, really cool track, really cool venue, it's a pretty centrally located part of the country. You, it's not, it doesn't seem like it's too far for too many people. Right. I mean, it's centrally located, so it's, it's, it's always enjoyable to go out there. The track is, it's never bad. Like I've never seen it horrific. I think the one year they tried to prep it like a cushion and it couldn't have gone more wrong. And it still wasn't that bad. Like they, they watered it, wheel packed it and made it a groove again. So yeah, overall, good track. I thought AFT did a phenomenal job or whoever with the track prep. And overall, Rob, I'll go to you first. I thought, I think that track's rad. Like, it's it's really long straightaways and super tight corners. And you see a lot of guys shifting the motorcycle, singles and twins, which is getting more and more common. But thoughts on the, uh, on the track itself? Man, I, I thought it was great, man. I mean, obviously, I didn't ride it. But, uh, you know, when Dalton come in, you know, first, First thing I ask him, you know, is like, what suspension changes do we need to make, you know, or, or gearing or chassis? I mean, we, we made we made a few. Um, you know, it's no no secret that you know everybody's trying to do whatever they can to to uh, keep up with those red bikes and the blue bikes. Um, so you know, obviously, we're not going to be able to change cams and pistons and shit in the pit. So my goal was to get him through the corners faster and. We dropped time all week, and I, I really do think our bikes were some of the best handling ones out there. We're just needing a little bit more beans down the straightaway. But, uh, no, man, I think as far as track goes, I mean, they really are, like, doing a good job, I think. I mean, there's certain tracks that we go to that, Corey, you've even said yourself, that, like, certain times of the year is just terrible planning or whatever, you know. And in Kentucky, man, the weather was perfect. The crowd was pretty good. It looked like I don't know the official numbers, but you know, looking up in the stands, like there was a few seats empty, but it was, you know, it was definitely a, what I would consider a good turnout. Um, and you know, the the program went went pretty well, man. I don't, I mean, it, it's it's hard to say sometimes because you know everybody looks for some reason to bitch, but honestly, like I had no complaints. Um, and and 
I don't know what we could do better, you know, that's not self-serving to me because I'd say cut that fucking track in half, you know, from from what we 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 got our dicks knocked in the dirt on the straightaways a few times. But uh, no, man, I I think uh, as far as the event and the track itself, I'm gonna give it a good solid B plus, man. I mean, I don't know what to say to make it into an A, you know, but at the same time, like I got no complaints, man. Yeah, I would say that. Um, so one of the things that I noticed was how fast this program moved along um if you look at uh this compared to other rounds you know they always break it up into kind of the the youtube stream practice qualifying and then they switch over to the paid portion uh, but that was all told it was only five hours long it was two hours of practice qualifying and then three hours when they went to their all right switch over to fans choice and you go to the, like the previous um you know events this year it was noticeably shorter than the rest. And um, I just thought that was interesting. Again, it was overcast, um, good amount of moisture. Um, I I think the stars aligned. Uh, it was a well-run program, a good crowd. And even like Rob had said that there were a few empty seats, but I noticed that like there was kind of like an open standing area down below. And it, it seemed almost that like more people enjoyed just being down low than being up high in their seats. So I would say it was a very well attended event. So um, yeah, hats off. Definitely agree with uh, Rob about a B plus. Um, there's really nothing to complain about. Uh, I mean, obviously it's not an A because to me an A is the Springfield uh, mile and that's the holy grail of track prep and, and everything. So um, it was a great event. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I- I I actually prefer Red Mile over Springfield, but um, but that's just my ride style. Like I like the abrasive groove more than the yeah. like Springfield's gotten skittery. I I I feel like, but it, it actually provides better racing. So as a fan, I'll probably I'll probably like Springfield more. But um, well, I want to get into these singles results, and we'll talk about the podium riders, each one separate. And then we'll go in like groups of three, like we'll do one, two, three, yeah. and then we'll talk about okay. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then we'll take turns on that. Um, it's probably the easiest way we can do it, but want to get in right into the singles main event results. Uh, sometimes we talk about qualifying in the heat races and nothing really, I mean, none of that shit matters, right? It, you don't get paid for the, for the heat races. So you do get paid for the, 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 uh, Al-Am challenge with, uh, which, uh, Trent won. So moving right into the results. Trent took the win. Uh, I not surprised the bikes, the Turner bikes look phenomenal. I know they put in a lot of work, uh, Brian, you know, even when we had Jared Meese on this pod recently, he said like, nobody works harder than Brian Bigelow. And for somebody like Jared Meese to say that was, uh, it was just like, wow, man. I mean, that's a lot of, a lot of Mm -hmm. praise for, for Bigelow on something like that, but man, the bikes are good. I said going into the season, try not to be biased, but I, I I rode with Trent all winter and trained with him, and he really really looked good all winter. He had a tough start to the start to the year. Some of it was his fault, some of it wasn't. But yeah, he he rode great. I thought I thought he like at Sac. I felt like Drain. It was Drain's race to lose, and I didn't feel like Drain had the upper hand in this one. I thought Trent had a really good shot the whole race. Uh, his start was absolute horseshit. He had a horrible start, uh, but he worked his way up and, and got the win. And there was a lapper there at the end of the race that, that kind of maybe helped Trent. We'll talk about that when we get to the results, but yeah, good win for Trent. Now he's got a win on a half mile and a mile and 
going into uh, the rest of the year, another mile coming up, Rob, I'll let you talk about uh, Trent with the win. No, man. I, I mean, it's not surprising to me at all. I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that it's it's just the bike. I mean, obviously, I, I got to agree with what what Jared said. I mean, I've I was uh, able to work with with Biggs, you know, at the track. And and one thing about him, man. I mean, he's he's analytical. He's a fucking madman as far as like getting shit done. And 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 I, I definitely have learned stuff from him myself. So uh, Jared is is definitely. Uh, accurate on that i mean i'm not gonna say nobody works harder because i mean, I know dave z and all the other teams everybody works hard but clearly the results are showing that that bigelow is putting in the work and and trent as well like i'm not surprised at all the most thing surprising to me is that in his aft career he still only has two wins but i think yeah. we can all three agree that there's probably more on the horizon um but uh, no he, he did it perfectly man i mean i was watching the race and and you know of course i'm keeping an eye on my two guys as well but um you know, Dalton luckily could stay in the the pack for the most part, but uh, we just need a little bit extra to uh, to maybe make a draft pass down the straightaway. So just stay with him. But um, no, man, I mean, he he rode a perfect race, and and on the last lap, I saw going into turn three, and you could just watch Trent. He's he saw the lapper and he just fucking sent it. And then, <laughs> sure as shit, man, there there was a little bit of a gap that he he made his own gap. Like that was a very smart move. Because whether it's road racing or flat track, we've all come up on lappers before. And you kind of like, oh, shit, is he going high? Is he going low? Like, what do I do? And AFT had the blue flags out. And I, I think the lapped rider moved up a little bit. So I don't think there was any, like, malicious blocking. I just think that Trent saw his opportunity and he, he nailed it. I mean, he absolutely nailed it. Because if maybe Drain or even Chase was a little bit closer, they might have gotten the draft at the line. But, you know, it was .08. So – you know, I can't say enough about how smart Trent was with that. I mean, because if he would have waited and still led off a three, but got backed up by the lapper, then clearly Chase or Drain or Bruner, or I mean, I'm not sure if Max or Cody or Dalt could have done anything. But uh, you know, I, I think he, I think he did perfect. I mean, as soon as I saw him going to three, I was like, "Yep, he's got it. One, he won it." You know, I, I, I knew that just from how smart he played it. I think too that um, I, for, I forget who. Um... Um, the announcers were saying it about, but they were talking about um, this, you know, the importance of suspension and bike setup on, uh, you know, just as much as engine and stuff. And I think from that standpoint, if you just go back and watch how well hooked up Trent's bike was, I mean, yeah, you could say what you want about the, the, the Honda bikes, but he, he, he looked effortless out there and two, you know, he is a little bit heavier, but that, that really helped him get out of those kind of paperclip corners, um, with, you know, more so than being five pounds, you know, soaking wet with rocks in your pockets, like drain is. So, um, I think everything kind of aligned for him to go well when he needed to get out of that corner, when he was getting around the, the lap traffic and it was a great setup and with a bike that was really well put together. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would agree with everything you guys said for sure. He, he did have really good corner speed as well. Um, usually on these miles, you can see some of the guys with fast bikes, they don't, you know, they have fast bikes, but they kind of struggle on the corners, but his corner speed was uh, really good, which moves us into his teammate chase, man. And honestly, going into this season, I didn't think chase would be as strong on these miles just because lack of experience He's kind of a bigger kid. He, he, he looks great. He, he lost some weight and he's been, been working on that. But I just thought yeah, the other guys with more experience would, would prevail kind of a little bit more over chase, but having that Turner bike really helps him. And 
he's riding with a lot of determination and I think that's willing him to his results. And I don't know if I said it on one of the early podcasts, but I've known Chase for a long time. I've had, I've been, I've helped him out a little bit as an amateur rider. And one thing about Chase is he's always a gamer. I mean, every, I think every single time he's raced amateur nationals since the time he was on a 50 CC, he's never finished worse than second in the points. Like every single trip he made to amateur nationals over the years, he was first or second in the overall points. And that stat just blows my mind because so much shit can go wrong. And he just, he's a gamer. Like he always is going to be there. Uh, so they might as well get used to it. And uh, Rob, I know you've worked with Chase quite a bit as well. So, Yeah, yeah, no, the kid has got all the talent in the world. Um, he's definitely doing, in my opinion, all the right things. He's uh, he's certainly, I mean, the the, the, the hard work, like I say it a thousand times, like hard work always pays off. Maybe not now, maybe not, you know, tomorrow, but eventually. And, and looking at Chase chip away, I mean, shit, from a personal bias standpoint, dude, he's, he's tied with us for second now in the standing. So obviously that makes me nervous because he's gaining confidence and he hasn't, he hasn't gotten a win yet, but he's got a shitload of podiums, I think. And, uh, dude, I mean, the kid just, and the cool thing about Chase, he comes in, takes his helmet off, smiles, you know, having a good time. He just, he reminds me like, a young Valentino Rossi, like doesn't matter. He can get tenth. He still can come in and smile, even though he wants better. But he's just a really, really, a really good kid with a good family. And uh, you know, with what are we ha- at the halfway point now? And and he started off a little bit. I don't want to say slow, but you know, towards the the top five. And now he's literally tied for second. And uh, you know, we're, we're we're we haven't slept on him at all. But now we're definitely not sleeping on him. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yep, I I like I've been saying the last uh, couple rounds, he's putting it together. The bike and his riding style are uh, finally coming together. I don't know if he just needed you know Robbie Bobby to get away from him in the pits, but it seems I'm just kidding. It seems uh, like that could be. <laughs> it balance, seems like balance. it's really starting. <laughs> yeah, so it's good. It's good. And then Sorry, moving he can on, hate me for life, I'll still love him. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's hard to not like. He I don't I think if you didn't like him, he just wouldn't understand. He'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like he just so. <laughs> he'd give you the weirdest blank stare, like, huh? And then yeah. but watch out though. Do not piss off Mama Bear or Big Mike. Oh no, you don't <laughs> but you don't I would mess. never in a million years. How about uh his, you imagine how about him going to prom, dude? Casey with the Oh yeah, yeah. Board. So I'm really I was gonna I had this on my notes. I'm really glad that um Ralph and Scotty broke down um, the the prom attendance uh, from all the singles writers. That was really good insight, um, and it added to the event. I really needed. I really needed that. I'm Look, just, just I don't kidding. give two flying fucks about prom. Here's what I want to know, and this is a new segment, and I'm just going to interrupt the fuck out of both of you two. But Corey, dads, who you got, Big Mike or Papa Raggio? At the end oh of the God. race, both of them, both riders are going for the win. Both of them wreck each other out. Which dad are you hiding behind? <laughs> well, Big Mike. Uh, Big Mike. Yeah, Sean is a Sean is actually a sleeper. Like he's he's way way stronger because he's like a g- gentle giant man. It's just like yeah. the look on his face, and he's just like big chilling, but. <laughs> But Mike is a. I don't. Can I drop his profession on here? He's a retired prison guard. So, yeah. yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. That plays Mike's into a retired it. prison guard. Um, another gentle giant, though. Like he's just big chilling, man. But 
That's what I'm saying. But I you imagine both of them pissed off. I've only seen Raggio pissed off once. I haven't seen Mike really pissed off, but I don't think I want to. Yeah. Go back to last year when Tyler Scott pulled a Tyler Scott. He okay, wasn't that mad. And look, look into the eyes of Big Mike, and you tell me you want to fuck with him. I don't. No, no, together, I don't want to honestly. fuck with either one of them. We're just trying to see if, all right, there's a UFC <laughs> match, and there's those two. So much for the Kentucky race, everybody. Sorry. This is what happens yeah, when you bring me back on the pot. I fuck it all up. I like it. I like it. We'll have to, uh, yeah, we'll have to maybe piss them both off and let them, let them have at it. Um, hey, gosh. you know what? Also, too, also, too, he's a little, he's not as tall, but man, I mean, I got to throw my guy Ronnie in the mix, too, man. <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie you got, got some me ice cream arms, man. You got me hey, thinking of the all the dads, arms, man. Of all the dads, I mean, I'm <laughs> looking on. here. So, you got you got uh, Joe Cop, who's a that guy's a brute. No, He's super strong. Yeah, yeah, but no, Joe ain't fighting nobody. Just like let, let's just scroll down here. We got Brett Whale, see, Joe, fucking crazy Australian. Now, see, he would bring a fucking like a crocodile kangaroo and a, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor Brewer's dad's pretty chill. Uh, <laughs> Bruce Evans, dad, he's. What about he'll Bruce yell at you. <laughs> I don't know about him. I mean, I don't know if Joe can fight. He seems like he might have some mafia ties, though. He might have some Guidos oh, on his Christ. side or some, so, you know, he'll he make a call to Don Vito and, and handle it quietly. Uh, Sam Lowe? <laughs> Sam Lowe's a, he's a gentle giant, too. I don't see Yeah, Sam, Sam Lowe ain't doing that. I love Sam Lowe. I'll fight Sam Lowe. <laughs> 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 hey, what about, hey, hold on. I don't know him. I mean, I know him, but what about Barry? Is he a scrapper? Could he be if he needed to? Because he's generally, I've never seen him really mad. Shayna's dad? dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Briar's dad, but oh, I'm yeah. using Shayna as an example. You see that handlebar mustache? You don't want to mess with I know. That that's shit. what I'm saying, dude. Like, he's got, yeah. some, he's got some bar fights in him. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mess with Barry. He literally, you know, he can drink two cases of beer a day and be good. So, oh, man, the, the important shit. All right, let's go. Let's go to Tom Drain. Uh well, the, his dad? Uh, the positive, his dad's freaking awesome, but the positive with cool. um, not showing any emotion when you win is he didn't look, he didn't look any different finishing third on the podium. He just kind of was, uh, you know, got Dude. third, but, but I thought he rode a great a race. Um, a lot of miles, there is some skills, obviously with, with riding a mile, but a lot of it, when it comes down to that, it, there is some, I don't want to say luck, but it's kind of a crapshoot. And I don't think he did anything wrong. But it just, uh, yeah, third place for him was was all they had. His those bikes looked really good. I'd love to do a dyno comparison on the uh, Turner bikes versus the Essenson bikes because they both seem. Yeah, me too. Bring them all down here. <laughs> Bring them down here. <laughs> let me put them on my dyno. That's a great idea. But uh, yeah, third for him is a good result. Like I said in previous pods, it's his rookie year. I think people have they put too high of expectations on him and his demeanor like he's he's pretty chill man and he's he's going through the motions and another podium finish for again like i'm gonna say it's his rookie year technically or actually it's kind of is there isn't but uh yeah solid third place for tom rob yeah man i mean i'm not i'm not surprised at all man when i saw i mean i've seen this kid when he was an amateur and such a good rider but the thing about tom and it was so funny the the fan club posted the picture of uh the little egg-shaped dude, and that doesn't look like him, but the facial expression, if anybody's good at Photoshop and they can squeeze Tom's face on that, what's the guy's name, the little green dude um, from Monsters, right? Yeah, it's from Monsters. Come on, guys. Monsters yeah, what's his name, though? I mean, it, Mike Wazowski? Yeah, but what, was Lazowski, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wazowski. 
but yeah, the fan club posted that picture, and I was like, holy shit! Like, if you really look at like the lips and the eyes, that's fucking little Tom. But anyway, back to his riding, dude. I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. The kid is, he's raced so many races in his career, and you know, I was even kind of skeptical at first. I'm like, well, he's been a KTM steel frame guy forever, but the Essenson guys have clearly been working hard. And actually, I, I talked to Mr. Tim the other day, and, and actually congratulate him because. You know, those Yamahas are different, and like with a KTM or a Honda, there's a lot of them out there. You don't see a lot of Yamahas other than the Estenson and, like, the Rackley bikes. So, you know, they're kind of doing their own thing, which obviously Estenson's got the means to do that. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm still impressed, but I'm not surprised with him at, at all. Like, not even remotely, dude. Like, he's, he's, his racecraft is, is very, very, very good. Um, he doesn't he – doesn't, take unnecessary risks i don't think i mean he's had a couple you know sketchy slides but nothing i wouldn't be like oh my god he's just riding crazy like no he's he's he feels to me like he's in control and uh i see great things from him in the future man i wouldn't be surprised to see uh mr tim throwing him on a twin to test any time in the near future just to kind of feel it out because you know he's he's adaptable man I, do, I wonder if you go like if you go back and look at that corner three and four last lap with these top three on the on the podium. If you if you rewound that last lap, I mean the amount of times that Trent wins or um, you know Chase or Tom wins, I think it it's a toss up. I so I, it's kind of funny to sit here and go through each uh, rider and and think about like oh you know they're happy with third place or. Because, I mean, you do that again, I, I feel like Tom could have won it. I think Chase could have won it. So they were so even. And, and yeah, we know the lap traffic played a small role in it. But I don't know. They were just so even. Um, it was a good race. And, it yeah, it's just the way it shook out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we'll do sets of three on these next uh, bunch of results. And we'll go through them a little quicker. Uh, if you guys want to get more airtime on the pod, then you have to finish better. Uh, we'll go into uh, Trevor Bruner. <laughs> He was there, man. He was there the whole time. He was 0.2 off. Just, uh, yeah, like you just mentioned, just it's the way it shakes out. And But he was a contender all day. I, he might have fast qualified, I think. I uh, could be wrong, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so overall, good, solid day for Trevor. But, I mean, he obviously wants to do better. And then going into fifth and sixth here with Max and Cody, uh, obviously both of them, they're not fifth and sixth place guys most of the time. But I think this was a a huge step in the right direction from where Sacramento was. Uh, I want to get into like this whole KTM thing, Rob, with you later in the show, um, what's going on with these motorcycles, but they visibly are just slower. They're just visibly slower than the other brands right now. Um, for whatever reason, we can chat about it. I have a little bit of insight. We can talk about it later on the podcast. So, um, but yeah, I mean, they, they brought out those hump hump looking seats that they, uh, you know, I think it's like an aerodynamic thing. It's kind of goofy, but I saw them yank them off after the first round or first practice session. But yeah, they're, the bikes just, they just don't look great. Um, they were there. They sat in. Max was somewhat impressive, honestly, what he was able to do. And he almost, I think he almost let a, let a lap in the dash, but it just, yeah, they're there, but that's basically it. I mean, we can, we'll even go into Dalton then too. Well, I saw Cody at um, a local race here in Spokane the other week, and <laughs> leading up to uh, the Kentucky race, he he called it. He said it was going to. He said we're so down on power. He's like it's going to be uh, Turner, it's going to be Yamaha, and then way back in the back, it's going to be Max and I. 
And uh, he kind of prophetic there. He kind of called it. He said, we just got to, we just got to get through the miles and uh, we'll get back up there. So uh, yeah, yeah they, well, they, another, they know it's like another that. thing. Let me jump in here real quick too. Just, just to kind of give you guys an idea too. I mean, if you look at the results, you know, you got Honda, Honda, Yamaha, Yamaha, and then three KTMs and the Husky. And if you look at the times, I mean, the, the times are very, very similar, but realistically, you know, the KTMs are, are we're getting kind of pulled along, which is fine. I mean, that's good for the mile, but uh, like, like Cody said, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely, it's no secret that we're down a couple ponies, depending on how much, I don't know, because we'll never be able to dyno the other bikes just to see, but um, you know, the KTMs and the Huskies, you know, you can see like they were all kind of in a line for the most part. So, you know, we're trying to squeeze every little thing we can, but at the same time, I just want to remind the folks that are wondering, you know, it's like we're developing the 23 KTM is different than the 19 to 22. So I made a post the other day, just kind of vague booking and just saying like, you know, we're developing while we're racing. And Corey, I know that's the same with you guys too. I mean, hell, you guys had an engine go, uh, Shana, you know, they're developing her bike. I don't have any insight on what happened, but I do know that she posted that her a bike went down and we're all trying the same stuff. We're just, you know, and I'm not saying Bigelow's not working and, and essence is not working, but you know, for me personally, you know, I'm not a full-time race engine mechanic builder. I would love to, if somebody wants to front the bill, call me up. I got PayPal ready, but uh, you know, Bigelow, he goes home after the races. I guarantee you that dude is in the shop able to tear stuff down and look, um, same thing with, you know, essence and they got a full, full-time crew. Um, and I'm not trying to make excuses for myself and I don't know what's up with the factory KTMs or first impressions or Shane's team. But for us personally, we're constantly developing, like, like we're trying everything under the sun and, and some things have been improvements and some things we found didn't work as well. And so my goal at, you know, Sacramento and at, uh, at Kentucky was all right well we know we're a little bit down on straightaway speed so maybe if we can get through the corner faster obviously you know it'll get our straightaway speed up the problem with that and you know no offense to Chase and no offense to the Hondas and no offense to the Yamahas but you know Dalton came in several times and I heard Chad say the same thing too it's it uh, sack you know like the KTMs can run all over the Hondas and Yamahas through the corner for whatever reason you know I know our bikes handle very very well you know Dalton's <laughs> extremely critical and tells me if it's not handling good um, and, you know, Tim at TCD has our suspension dialed in, and I really don't think he could ride through the corners any faster. I wish there were segment times like in road racing so we could see, you know, split times like through the corner and then the straightaways because, you know, the time that Dalton would make up in the corners, just like Max and Cody, you know, just to lose it all down the straightaway again is obviously frustrating. So, yeah. um, boy, I'm getting off on a long-ass tangent. No, I'll shut up for a minute. But that's, well, that's what we're at. We're developing. Uh... Do you have one of those like aim solo things where like on the, on the bikes where you can set up your, uh, your segments and stuff? I don't know. Well, no, we don't have, we have, we have a deal with a different electronics company, but, uh, I mean, but shit, Ray Charles can see that certain bikes are faster down the straightaways. I mean, it's not, you know, I don't need the AIM (laughs) to tell me that, but, uh, (laughs) but you know, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to be too much of a smart ass, but it's, it's, we clearly see that the issue with the miles is our straightaways and, and we're, we're working hard to correct it. You know, we're not sitting around the the bikes got, or my bikes are all taken apart right now. Um, so, you know, we're, we're definitely still working and still trying and we're not going to quit. You know, I'm never going to quit on my riders, but, uh, man, it's, uh, it's frustrating because, you know, we, we felt like we made some gains and I know we did. I mean, but, uh, 
sometimes you just need a little bit more, and that's what we're looking for. Yeah, so we talked about a little bit, a little bit with Dalton there. He was he was just kind of hanging on to that pack, and and then James Odd, obviously. Um, I was standing there with Paul, and actually Dalton and James actually caught up to that pack, and and Paul was getting you know excited. He's like, dude, they're catching them, and I'm just like, yeah, but they're not going to be able to do anything because they just don't have the power. And when you're in a pack of five, six guys, it's just so hard to pass one shuffle in not get past past another like everyone's shuffling back and forth you just don't work your way through the pack unless you're on a really fast bike and what they were on it was kind of like all right they caught the pack well nothing short of three guys blowing the groove this is kind of where they're going to finish but um but yeah i was proud of james that was a good ride for him he's he's uh really inexperienced on the miles i had to give him a uncle Corey talk a few times in practice um just trying to trying to help him understand how it all works but uh he's got great corner speed and so he did well and then i'm going to go into uh mishler and chad uh and then i'll let you guys chime in but man uh mishler i i don't know what's going on uh he didn't look great at sack he didn't look awesome at red mile he's he's on a turner bike so you know it's not fair to assume and just say oh well he's on the same bike they're on but he rode a really lonely race in ninth i mean he was uh, basically by himself there in ninth place. He's a, a groove track rider. He, he, he's won. I don't know if I already said it, but I'm saying it again. He won there, I think last year. So that was just weird to me. Like, I don't know what's going on with Merg, but, um, I, I, I think he blew place. the groove. I, I think he, blew Oh, the you're groove. right. He, he come did, back if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Okay. okay. I mean, yeah, not, I mean, even not, all day though, for him. no, no. Yeah. I mean, all, all day though, it just didn't seem, I didn't see him really in the lead draft. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know yeah. what the problem was. I know what it was. I already got it figured out. What, what Mike Turner it? wasn't there to stick his fancy ass boot up that butt. That's that's the problem. Because I can yes. tell you, Mike yes. be like, Merg, what what the frick, Merg, what the frick? And Merg be like, oh, no, no. Merg just does Merg things. He probably smiles, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I do know that he blew the groove. I mean, you know, everybody is entitled to a bad day. I mean, Merg's definitely not having the season he had last year or the year before because. I think those last two years he was in the uh, third, top third three points yep. for most of the season. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna sleep on Merg. He, he'll get it figured out. He it's just like the my favorite phrase is just yeah, that's just Merg things. I mean, he's certainly. I mean, this is by far the worst season he's had in a while. I mean, he's only got two podiums, um, and those came at Dallas, which is not surprising. And Ventura. It was a podium, which is kind of surprising. I don't love him on the short tracks, but I'm really surprised about like Sonoya and Sack and Red Mile because I personally expect more out of him. But I, I'm not on the team anymore, so I don't know if you know it was a bike issue or just so that's he might it. Be that's, sick. Okay, I, there it is. I do know because, he was hurt not long ago too, but well, it's because you're not on the team anymore. That that's why he's not having the results. No, but see, I didn't I didn't have any <laughs> real association with him on the team other than just yeah. you know, Mer Merck's like my little brother, dude. Like I'll do anything in the world for him. I mean, and I hate mm. to see anybody struggle, but you know, it it, it stings a little bit watching Merck struggle because I love the kid, man. He's a he's a he's golden, man. He's he as long as you know how to take him, he's golden, and he always will be. But uh, I, I got I, I do feel like. Uh, He's gonna get a win this year. Um, maybe, maybe more than one. I don't think he's got enough chance to get up in the top three unless he wins like a lot. But uh, I know he'll turn it around, man. I mean, the, the team, like Corey already said, you know, Bigelow, they're they're working their asses off. I know they're not sitting around sleeping. I mean, they got two guys that are 
running up front consistently. And I mean, uh, I'm going to be a little, I'm going to be a little critical. Like I, I'm a big Michelin fan, like his riding style, he's smooth. Um, but I just, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be a little critical, uh, just because I, I know he can do better. Uh, it would just with Trent and chase, they just, they're riding with a lot of urgency. Like they're riding, like they, they re- I don't know. They really want to win. I mean, I know everybody wants to win, but they just seem to be riding with more, more urgency than, than, than Merg right now. So do you think um, the, uh, the, the, the ones that are coming up, the rounds that are coming up where we start to get into the half miles, I know obviously Lima is not grooved, but, um, I'm looking yeah. at some of these East coast ones. And I think, I, I don't know. I think these are when you start to see Merg do Merg things. Well, yeah, um, but he's really on a Turner bike and you just, I, I would have thought, you I mean, he won hey. red mile last year, but yeah, I mean, he's I dude, he surprises the shit out of me. Like, what do you get second at Peoria? He was on the podium. I was just, at dude, I was just about to say that. I was, <laughs> was going to say, dude, never in a million years. I'll be like, yeah, Merg's in the hunt for a TT. Oh, and last year he didn't want the fucker. Yeah. Never no, count him no, out. but yeah, I mean, if I was, yeah, he'll figure it out or, you know, it's just, hit or he won't you know it is what it is it's it's you know i and i don't know fully what's going on behind the scenes but yeah we're, we're rooting for him but uh yeah it just it's been tough tough stretch of races for michler and then uh chad fuck dude we blew up a motor like we had a really good motor at sack and i think we surprised a lot of people with how good paul Ott built that motor and i'm not going to go into the to the specifics of how hard it was to build a, a fast mile motor on these bikes um it's very, very challenging on these Austrian bikes. I think you're seeing it. If the factory KTMs are struggling, can you imagine the smaller teams and D and D racing and first impressions and damn dude, it was, it was tough. Chad's like, man, the bike feels like it's getting worse every session. And, and then it went. And then, uh, we had, we Ashley, our, uh, our mechanic, Chad's mechanic, she did a full motor swap. She had to take the motor out of the one bike, take the, the blown up motor out of the primary bike swap motors everything that goes with it she did it in 40 minutes i mean it was Jesus so Christ. impressive Dude. i've never seen anything like that her hands it looked like she was just in a ufc fight there was blood everywhere i wanted to help but i was honestly fucking terrified i didn't know what to do <laughs> like i stuck my hand in i stuck my hand in there for a second to help wiggle the engine out and i like yeah you know, like pinched my finger a little bit i'm like i'm out <laughs> like I should, I, so uh, she killed it so no, no, oh, dude! I said last year, h- hanging out with her a few times, dude. She is golden. If Eric didn't have her, I can tell you right now, like I would be on the phone to to try and to to get her. I mean, she's yeah. she's very very good. But I do have a question though, and I mean, I know you can't get into specifics, but two things: uh, was it like a catastrophic? Like, is there like a hole in your engine, or was it just no. like making some noise? No, no, there's no hole in it. Uh, but it slowed down significantly, and we saw something uh, that that told us that we had an issue. So initially, honestly, we thought it we thought it was a fuel pump or something like that, electrical, and uh, we we made that swap initially, which put us behind on time. And that and then we were looking and we saw something that we we were like, oh shit. So um, okay, yeah, so then you got a second okay, one. Go ahead, Robbie. Well, I was, oh, I I was going to ask how his finger is. Fingers fine. How's his finger? Fingers okay, good. good. That's more important than an engine. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> well, so just out of curiosity, you know, like for us, you know, we swap back and forth on bikes, just trying stuff because you know one of our bikes has a different cam than the other bike, and there's different there's differences. And Dalton rode both bikes, and we settled on the one. But in that instance, would it have been easier? Or and you can't tell me everything, I'm sure. But would the it motor have been was in uh, the motor was in uh, it was in a motocross chassis, so. 
Um, and then our backup oh, bike. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was that, in a. Okay, because I was going to say, why don't you just swap your good suspension to the other bike? But that's fine. No, I, was just, was, I was just curious because. It was literally a motocross bike. Like, yeah, it was in a motocross frame. So gotcha. we. Fair enough. We had, to, we had to do a full swap. And I literally, dude, they were doing the sighting lap. And I literally, thankfully, I'm a hell of an athlete, Rob. I pushed that bike. Uh, I probably did a, a 10, 9, 100 meter, pushed that bike to the gate. And uh, Chad was standing there with his helmet on. We duct taped the transponder on the side of the fork. It was like falling off. And I'm like, Chad, hold the transponder on while you're racing because it's going to fucking fall off. And and uh, the whole race, the whole heat race, I was just praying. We tightened all the bolts and, you know, everything was fine. And he, dude, he made the main. He rode fucking good in that heat race and uh, and made the main. But yeah, 10th, I know he's disappointed in, uh, in that just because, he, you know, he was in contention to win at SAC. But uh, I say it on the podcast a lot, racing's hard, right? So we'll just, uh, we'll move on and go into these next batch of guys. We have, uh, Aiden Roos Evans, who, uh, I have a funny story actually that I have to, I have to talk about. Um, uh, Roos Evans had first pick on the third row and, and, uh, Beatty helps out Roos Evans and people that know Beatty, he's a very accomplished, accomplished, smart veteran racer, right? Chad had second pick and I really wanted Chad to start on the groove. And, uh, I walked up to where Bruce Evans was. I said, Chad, just go with what I'm saying. And, uh, and I go, uh, Chad, if I were you, man, if you can, I would, I would snag that bottom spot on the, on the track. Look where all the moisture is. It's, it's on the bottom. And, uh, I said it really loud. So Aiden would, would hear me and Beatty, I could just see Beatty out, out of the corner of my eye and I'm starting to smirk. Cause I know he, he's not stupid. Right. And I'm like, yeah, Chad, I don't, I don't think you'll get the bottom spot, but you know, if, if it's open, take it. And it, Eric, Eric, our team owner, he's like, wouldn't you want to start on the top? <laughs> just fucking blew it. But, uh, but yeah, then like, after shut the, the fuck up <laughs> the next day, uh, so Bruce Evans, of course, picked the top, uh, cause he's not an idiot and BD was there, but the next day BD's like, yeah, I got a chuckle out of that. Uh, I heard you, I heard what you were trying to do. He caught us out. Of the shit. <laughs> uh, That's funny though. It was well, yeah, so dude, I mean, funny. you're not going to pull, I mean, if BD wasn't there, you might've been able to pull a fast one. I mean, Bruce Evans is not an am or not a rookie by any means, but, uh, no, he might've you know, gone it low. Definitely, yeah. It's worked yeah, before. Yeah, dude, it worth the try bro that yeah i've good. done it that was, that i've was... talked people into it before like at amateur races uh you know i you know oh cory texter he, he's a pro he thinks the bottom's good it's like uh, yeah i'll take it <laughs> but uh as, but yeah sonoya you at the amateur showcase at sonoya what about that it? when you did that no is that no, when you did it when you talk people dude, out that was just <laughs> you know that's like the best amateur event in the country i think wasn't it it's yeah if good. only that promoter was here i'd really let him have it pretty good yeah that promoter sucks but it's all right though it's still a good event just the promoter's stupid the checks didn't cash at the uh, bank i tried but they didn't cash you didn't go to a big enough bank dude i told you, you gotta go to a bank. bigger bank for them big checks man you probably went to your neighborhood amish pennsylvania bank and they were like oh we don't accept checks at all we just accept what did it no, what did he people trade back then he's like you got any baskets yeah all right moving yeah, exactly. in you got rue 7 to 11 cole's a ball at 12 Landon Smith, buddy, he got another main event. Yeah. It was uh, cool to see Landon, your uh, your other rider, Rob, up there, and he actually rides the miles very well. Like he's uh, he's he's yeah, he he rode it well. The bike, the bike, his bike. Are, I'm sure they're the same, but for some reason, like it, it looks like Landon's bike's faster than Dalton's. I'll probably uh, you'll probably get shit for that, but it, 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 no, they're actually they're very similar, but they're they're not the same uh, as far as the engine packages. They're they're very similar, and they. Um, but, uh, 
Um, no, Dalton's is, is a smidge better for for a certain reason. I can't really tell. Just lack of parts is what we're going to say. But, uh, yeah. no, he, I mean, he's got a really good bike, and, and he's slowly getting his confidence, man. Like, the biggest thing with Landon is just I had to keep reminding him, like, dude, you belong here. You were a very fast amateur. You're a fast rookie. But just like with a lot of amateurs, you know, look at how many – fast guys like and i use this as an example and i hope he doesn't get mad at me but, but dallas daniels you know trevor bruner a lot of these got cody cop they didn't make all their mains the first year now obviously they made more than landon's made but i gotta keep reminding him like dude like it takes time it's this is fucking hard like this is you're not gonna just you're not gonna just luck your way into an aft singles main like it's just probably not gonna happen but i'm just happy that you know we from a from a personal pride standpoint like we still have a provisional um, I think we're one of the only rookies that still have one. Um, and, and both times he's, he's actually raced his way in, you know? Um, and, and that's, that I mean, it doesn't say a lot, you know, he got 13th, but to him, you know, I mean, our goals are to finish out with a top 10 this, this year, like race result, not in the standings. That's pretty hard to do there, but, um, and yeah, he's, he's learning and luckily he's got Dalt there and, and, you know, obviously Ronnie is is very, very, very good. He's got he's an old time racer himself in cars, but he's very smart when it comes to racing. So, um, you know, I look for good things for Landon in the future. I, I think uh, you know he's he's figuring it out. It's very tough, Corey. You'll you'll probably agree with me on that. This shit is not easy. But uh, but yeah, thirteenth yeah. man. I, I'm very proud of him. Yep. So uh, I have to ask this, Rob, as someone that that knows Landon pretty well. Um, from the outside looking in, he's very reserved and quiet. And um, is that because he's just scared of getting uh, uh, anything like sort of flack from you? Have you have you scared him into submission you... to where he's because he like I see him like at the track and he always is very stoic. He doesn't he's I don't know. It just always seems like he's, uh, you know, kind of like uh, Tom Drain in that. All the like, rookies you know, are stoic. They're all kind of. Yeah, right. he's. He's very it's a rookie I don't say thing. timid. Yeah, it's a it's a rookie thing, man. Like once he gets okay. on the track, he's good. He's we still need to work on his starts. And, you know, I mean, that's it's no secret there. You know, that's one of the main things I tell him. Like, dude, that's the best place to pass as many dudes as possible. And yeah. and and he just, you know, especially somewhere like a lot of the tracks we go to is a small groove. You got like eighteen dudes funneling into one spot. So mm -hmm. yeah, he's not. So so two things. He's not as aggressive as I'd like him to be, but at the same time, I'm very okay. happy that he's not being overly aggressive to where he goes in there and they're like, Oh, that fucking rookie just went and cleaned out four dudes. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so there's a balance yeah, that I'm sure. trying to keep because okay. he had a very rough Daytona. He got taken out at Daytona. Um, and he got taken yeah. out at, uh, twice at California. So as a rookie, he's like, fuck man, I'm hitting the ground so damn much. And mm -hmm. luckily for him, none of them have been his fault, but that's also adding to the timidness because he's like, well, fuck man, if okay. I could, figure out what i'm doing wrong why i'm wrecking and it's not because he's riding over his head he's just in the wrong place like i'm like dude you can't be back in the back there that's where all the shit happens and like okay. you're getting caught in all the shit but, yeah. but you know it's just part of being a rookie man i mean it, it, it's a learning experience and, and as long as he's improving which every round like he's getting closer and closer and now you know i'm not gonna say he needs to be making every main event that's not what i would consider realistic especially with some more tts coming up which is his weak point but you know, the miles, he does some road racing. He's, he's very comfortable with the speed. Um, we just need to work on some racecraft stuff, but, uh, I'm not even remotely rushing him at that. I'd much rather him continue like he's doing than go out there and hurt himself or somebody else. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Solid result though. Uh, so he's getting there. It's, uh, the pack of, I mean, there was a pack of riders there 
in the back. They had, you know, quite a little race going on. Uh, Shayna, obviously 14th. She's it's uh, it was just funny when not funny, but like her, her primary bike broke at both these miles in the first practice. So she's been on essentially a stock bike and in uh, on both these miles and she won the LCQ and the fans are going crazy. And Shana was just like, not into it. She's just like, just her, her demeanor. Uh, and even when they introduced her for the race, you could just tell just looking at her, her facial expression that she was just like, yeah, this is, this sucks. But, uh, but no, she's, she rode pretty well, honestly, she picked peep, she picked through them in that, in that LCQ, but you don't get paid for LCQs. And she's, she's won a lot of these races and, uh, contrary to popular belief, I, I think she's more than capable. Um, so we'll see, hopefully they can figure that out and go from there. Uh, Travis Petten, uh, got time 15. out, time out, go ahead. Time come out. on, time out. No, I'm just kidding. Time, I know, dude, but you look, I'm back on here. You got to deal with it. You can kick me off again, but <laughs> the, we got to talk about the shame thing. And I know, I know Eric's going to love this too, but what the fuck is up with this one dude that is so fucking fascinated with her that he's like, and you know who I'm talking about on Facebook? Oh, like, he made, like, yeah. two or three posts. It's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'll fix that bike. My dad was a car guy. I've got a teach. No, what did he say? He would put it up front on his 426 Yamaha. And then and like, when people were snap, like when people were like clapping back, he couldn't understand that people like he was like, why are you laughing? Like he was dead fucking serious. I know. Like, <laughs> dude. And, and now I'm almost at the point where I'm like, man, this is like it's kind of weird. The the odd fascination because and I made a obviously a, a humorous post, but I was like, hey, man, there's a lot of like rookies that would love to have your experience. Like, why are you so fixated on Shayna? And I never got a response on that one because maybe I, he realized he's being kind of weird because whenever she doesn't do good, he's like the first one's like, I can fix all her problems. Like, well, he I, was talking I, about I, fucking, I, I think love it. Somebody sent me it and he was talking about like a head shaking problem. It's like, bro, that was last year. That's not that's not what's going on anymore. Like her bikes, her bikes fine. <laughs> it's, it's fucking slow right now. So, uh yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, it's Facebook for you. It's uh, you see some love goofy, it. Goofy love shit. It. Um, all right. Let's, let's run through these the rest of these and we'll go to Petten, the twin. Petten, Travis Petten, Petten. Yeah. 15th for Travis. Um, Santero 16th, the jet Jared Lowe. He, he, actually, he actually looked pretty good all day. Honestly, uh, Jared did. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I shout he out blew to the him. groove or something, man. Cause I, that was, I mean, I, I'm not being offensive and saying he should be a top three guy, but uh, you know, he's had some really good results and he's definitely come a long way from where he's been, but I didn't get to see. So Jared, if you're listening, I don't know, maybe you could text us or he blew the groove. One of the corners. Yeah. He was maybe something like that. I think he was farther up on the, like in that group of people. I thought he was in the pack with like Zabala and Rusevens. He might've been. And yeah, he blew the groove. So um, and then going into Declan Bender, another triple dig in the main event. Declan uh, rides these miles very well. Also, I want to give a shout out to Declan for for getting in another mile main event. It's a Luzak racing bike. Uh, Mike Mike Luzak builds really really good equipment, and uh, yeah, he did he did well. I got a kick out of the the comment, the twelve year old comment thing. Uh, somebody because he he looked fucking really young in that picture, but. I'll tell Declan and I'll tell, you know, jokes on people on the other people. Cause I'm in my mid thirties and I still get carded for, for drinks like every single time. It's not a bad, 
it's not a bad thing, man. I mean, it's, you know, oh, look how young he looks. It's like, is that a fucking bad thing? It's like, dude, that's good. I mean, what do you want him to look shot out and old? Like when he's 18 years old, yeah, he looks young. So it's a compliment. I, like, I, I don't get carded anymore. And I'm like, fuck, like, God. Oh, so yeah, no, it's, it's right. You, you, if you don't get carded. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some it. tough years with like, maybe some, like he, he's not pulling a bunch of older chicks right now, but I mean, when he's, you know, in, in his mid, you know, early thirties, he'll, he'll appreciate that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Declan. I thought that was really funny. Cause, uh, they're like, I didn't know they let 12 year olds in main events. I was going to say, fuck, I did it for 17 years. <laughs> they let 12 year olds out in main events. So, uh, yeah. So Declan and then Logan Eisenhard, he was the lapper. I want to give him a shout out, a minor shout out. Also a little bit of criticism. Uh, I thought he did very well. Actually, initially I was like, man, I can't believe he didn't get out of the way. But when I went back and watched the race on fan choice, I thought he did a pretty solid job, honestly, getting out of the way. Cause I was critical of him at Ventura where he like was racing the leaders and it was like mind fucking blew, it blew my mind. But at red mile, I thought he did a pretty good job, man. So a uh, good job having awareness. Uh, Trent uh, told me hundred percent. He used the Eisenhardt's draft to go into the corner. So that, that helped Trent quite a bit, but as far as the, my criticism, I don't know why i would have saved my provisional there he was he was kind of off all day for logan logan's a good rider and he he shines on more of like the half miles and and things like that short track so i would have saved my provisional because realistically like he got one point out of it where if he has an issue on a track that he's going really well at you want to get in there and snag five or six points and uh yeah i just thought it was kind of kind of weird to take a provisional in in that aspect but um yeah logan's a good rider and he's still leading rookie of the year point so he's he's definitely capable it sounded like maybe it was popping out of gear or something too because he would go down the front straightaway and shift and it is like rev real high like it almost dropped back out of gear i don't know if he wasn't getting a good shift or or might have a transmission shift fork you know going out but yeah i mean he's he's clearly way 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 faster than to be a lap down i mean you know I, I hate it for him everybody has bike issues sometimes but uh but like you said man if 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 he was struggling in in the lcq and they knew they had a bike issue i probably would have saved my provisional as well but you know anything can happen on the mile man maybe the team and waters and them were maybe thinking like all right well some people are going to blow the groove or blow up and we can sneak in a few points i don't i don't know what their strategy yeah, game plan yeah, was, but, right. uh, yeah. definitely a big big bummer though because you know i mean nobody i remember one of my first times at springfield i actually got lapped in the sports or performance series and it was it was disheartening because it's like you think you're hauling ass and then all of a sudden the leaders come by like all right and then they're gone it's like well fuck but uh (laughs) yeah yeah uh i'm i'm uh, clearly this was not an indication of logan's talent i mean he's definitely uh i mean he's leading rookie of the year points for a reason he's a very talented rider so he'll 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 bounce back man i just hate that he i mean essentially just to be point blank he he obviously just wasted a provisional which sucks but um, being a team owner with another rider that's looking to do the rookie of the year thing. I mean, we're, we're, I'm not cheering for him, but at the same time, I wasn't disappointed because we, you know, we gained a little bit of points on him. So, yeah, I've actually never in my whole AFT career, whether this is good or not good. I never used the provisional. I'm a unprovisional. Oh, so me and Dal were talking about that. Yeah, me and Dal one. were talking about that the other day too, on the way home, we were just like, man, Dalt's like, man, I never used a provisional. We we tried to uh, at Springfield in 2019, but we didn't have any points because he was took the year off. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought about they uh, did an interview with uh, Michael Locke. They they were like, 
do you do you remember if you go back and watch uh fans choice they do this uh incredible interview with michael Locke, and he he just magnificently explains it as to why uh dalton couldn't use his uh points it was it was just it was a great interview i'm so glad he did it it's been so it's the provisional i i i don't i i don't like it like i think if you have two opportunities to make the main now then you don't need a provisional um i don't like it i like having the race your way in to be honest but I, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's something I, I don't love, but it's whatever. Like you have to race your way into the super twins. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's <laughs> go into this super twins race. Meese won, Dallas got second, Briar got third. It was a good race. Let's go on to, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, good race. Honestly, everybody. That's it. That's it no, for today. See ya. Honestly, it was a really good race out front. Um, there's so much, like, I'm going to go down this list here, but Meese, man, I, I thought Meese. I knew he was waiting, but I thought he was waiting to draft him at the line. I didn't know he was waiting to pass him because he just felt like he had way more corner speed. Like that's a flex move for to pass him in the three on the last lap and have so much confidence in, in your corner speed that you're not going to let that essence and Yamaha draft you back on the front stretch. I mean, that was, that was a flex and it worked out well for Jared and, man, that's why he's, he's one of the best to ever do it. So really good race between him and Dallas, Dallas. I'm so impressed with uh, Dallas. He's, he's such a good, smart racer. He does everything well you can expect out of a racer and he's only 19 or 20, 19 years old. So it's, you know, we talk a lot about the bikes and things like that, but Dallas can ride a motorcycle uh, and then going in the briar, in third place, I had high hopes for, for Briar on, on, on this track and he won another heat race looked really good. And I know he went into the corner on the start and he shifted the wrong way. I think he had GP shift when he thought he had moto shift or, or vice versa. And it put him in a pretty big, uh, pretty big hole there on the first, first lap, but yeah, uh, not a surprising podium, Rob, uh, what are your thoughts? No, I'm I'm not surprised at all. Uh, you know, I, I saw Jared from the first practice and quality. He he really just he looked good all day. Um, and you know that that team's doing the work. Um, but then you can say the same thing about Dallas. I mean, their their team's putting the work, and I'm not saying Briar and them are not putting the work because they clearly are, and they're they're getting closer and better. I mean, Briar's another similar thing, like like what I'm dealing with, but to a bigger extent, being a twin, but you know, they're developing a bike while they're racing. You know, it's, it's not like you can just call up Springfield, like, Hey man, we want to come test today. You know, it, it doesn't work like that. For those of you that are wondering, like, why has he been working off the off season? Like, like these bikes are brand new and you're going to get teething problems. You're going to find shit on the miles that you didn't see on the half miles and vice versa. And uh, man, I mean, I, I think that they're onto something, the bike sounds good, looks good, works good. It's fast. So, you know, they, they tidy up a few things and, I mean, no offense to Briar, but he's not my top choice for like a mile rider as far as like, you know, he's great on the miles, but you know, it's going to take something to get dethroned Jared Mees, you know, um, especially on the miles. They're just so dialed in, but uh, I was very happy to see him get a podium. They, they, as a team, they needed it and they damn sure deserved it. So, uh, you know, Briar's going to twist the shit out of whatever he rides and you can, you can, you can see he's going to, he's out there trying stuff. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's going to come around for him and they're going to get that KTM on top of the box. I, I got to, firm belief in that i just I, I look at the results and i'm my, the way my brain works is i just i'm doing the math and i know that tolbert was saying that he doesn't really count points or you know jared was kind of saying the same thing but you know 
he's won every mile this year. There's three more miles to go. He's 15, well, 16 points, 15 or 16 points back. And, but then you have that section of TTs coming up and I, it's, I just can't help but think that that, that Arizona result of him, of Jared getting six is going to come back and be a major storyline uh, over the next couple months. It's gearing up to be uh, a really exciting finish. I know it's only two riders and they've kind of separated themselves, but um, it, it's going to be a lot of fun watching those two battle this year, especially with everything on the line of Jared winning that, uh, that, that championship. Um, but as far as Briar's bike, I liked his, uh, his heat interview when, he he flat out said, "I was like, I'm stoked to do this on a you know stock bike against a multi million dollar, um, you know bike, and um, it was cool just to see uh, how much it means to him and his team. So congratulations for sure." Yeah, and it's you know I, I get a little bit of criticism because I'm I'm a little bit biased toward uh, toward Briar. He's like my brother in law, but just yeah, the and it was kind of he's pretty humble about like what they're doing right now on that motorcycle. But yeah, dude, it's a stock bike that they, the first time he sat on it was the day before Daytona. So it came together, you know, it came together really late and we're used to Briar winning and battling Nice for championships. And he's a two-time champ, but it's actually really underrated. He's finishing third. I mean, he's, they're literally, you know, testing the bike at the races and he's still on the podium against the best riders in the world. So I just think that with next year, when it goes down to the 790 and things are a little bit more streamlined and they have a year of de development under it, I just, I can't help but think next year, how big of a pain in the ass he's going to be to <laughs> Essenson and uh, Jared and everybody. And actually he's going to, I don't, everything points to him just being right back up there, winning races, getting championships. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of it where it's like, I hope you enjoy uh, everything right now. Cause prior, I mean, they're just really doing a great job uh in year one of this development year yeah and going to jd and fourth i was a, I'm, i've been a little surprised honestly with jd he's just a little bit off um you know even i he, it didn't even look like he might have got like got a fourth in this early on in the day he was you know he just didn't have that speed that his teammate had and didn't really have the speed to contend for a win but jd is an absolute savage he's a gamer and he figures he always figures it out and he had a really good shot at a podium with uh you know and i'm sure the one thing briar is smiling about is having horse uh having speed on the straightaway he just never had that really in his uh in his career so it's it's pretty you know i'm sure he's stoked on that and and jd with a fourth i'm going to go into davis fisher and fifth davis is He's really good on these tracks. Uh, when they get like a groove on him, he he's got a lot of speed. I mean, you're looking at his lap time. He did he did a faster lap time than both JD and Briar. But um, yeah, just you know, the Indian FTR 750 just doesn't have the the straightaway speed right now needed. And then going into Vanderkoy, uh, Jared actually looked really good all day. He's a phenomenal rider. He deserves to be up there, and it was cool to kind of see him uh, improve on his Sacramento result. And as we get to more of these half miles, and I'm going to say like sack and red mile, they're more drag strip miles. I call them where like the coin and Springfield, it's more of like a rider's mile where you have to, um, if you have a good setup on the motorcycle, there's more corner speed involved. So I think Vanderquay will, will he'll do a lot better, uh, Rob, as we, as we get through the rest of the races. 
Yeah, I need you guys, if you could repeat everything you just said in the last, like, four minutes. I was just having a bathroom break, so just... Well, we just talked about, about J.D. Davis and Vandercoy, <laughs> four through six. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, Davis, man, he he's he's definitely... I mean, Vandercoy did amazing also, um, you know, because he's a, he's a bigger dude, you know, for the class. But uh, I was happy to see Davis back up front. I think he podiumed... Yeah, he podiumed here last year, right? So, yeah, he's um, really good on these tracks, Bob. He was getting dicey. He was getting dicey with um, was that Briar and what in the heat race when they were sh- he was shoving it in the corner and stuff and so he was feeling uh, he was feeling it all day so yeah he had good results though. Where did you guys leave off? Did I skip somebody? Or- uh, we were good. talking we're, about let's go into no uh, we were talking about Triumph and uh, how awesome they are and D and D cycles. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I was I mean, actually pretty decent. I was going to give a shout out <laughs> to. My old team, Colby, he uh, looked really good at sacked. He was in the mix early on at Red Mile, and I think he blew the groove. I don't know if I don't know the reason for it, but he, dude, he was right there. And um, I knew that bike would be really strong at Red Mile. Like it's, uh, we won there in I think 2019, and we, I've had a couple podiums there. And that bike, yeah, it's when it's when it's good, it's really good. And Colby's riding it very well. I'm I'm super impressed and. It was, uh, yeah, but he lost that group of guys, and then he just, uh, him and B-Rob had their own little draft battling going on back and forth, but good result for for Colby um, in seventh, B-Rob in eighth, which I am I know for a fact, without even talking to Brandon, he's not stoked on, on the eighth place, um, and then I'm just going to move along here. I'll just round out the top ten. I'll let you guys chime in. Jeffrey Lowry, that bike looked fast, boy. Like I was watching the uh and granted it's the LCQ for the twins, which is kind of weird to even have because everyone that was running made the main. But um Lowry's bike looked really fast in that LCQ. It looked like a Crosley Howerton when he came by on the backstretch. I was like, holy shit, whose bike is that? It was Lowry. Yeah. So he his bike looked fast and and then, uh, and then Bronson Bauman, um, Brombo is a, is an underrated, talented rider and he finished 10. So I don't think he's underrated. Oh man, I think, he's, I think he, he's a good, good, talented rider and they're struggling a little so bit talented. and finish and finish 10th Rob. So, yeah, I mean, he's also in the, the Briar category of like, they're, they're developing and, and, you know, no offense to his team, but they probably don't have the resources that Briar and them have. So they're, it might be taking a little bit longer, but yeah, dude, I don't think anybody's really sleeping on Bronson. He's, he's won a race before and he's got podiums and he's been a factory rider. So, um, you know, sometimes it takes a little bit longer to develop and stuff. And, and I think I've seen him a couple times, like have to pull off, like maybe his a bike went down or something. Cause I do know he was on two different bikes. At least it looked like it. Um, wasn't so, uh, yeah, wasn't I mean, his win at Laconia? Yeah, Isn't that when he won his race. Yeah, that yeah absolute Laconia, horseshit yeah. of a track. Like he rode the shit so, out of it. Yeah, yeah. so he's talented. Well, he rides the shit yeah. out of everything, man. I, I know, but like, him. but like the parody, Rob. Like thirty sec ninth place is thirty seconds back from the leader, and that's not a knock at the at those riders. It's not necessarily a praise at the leaders, but. 30 seconds back on a mile ninth place is, is, is there's a big gap in the top guys versus yeah. the guys that are finishing middle of the pack. So, and then we have, you know, you go in the Ben Lau, Kevin Stallings, um, Cisco, Billy Ross, you have some younger riders in there. Uh, Cameron Smith, John Cox. I mean, it's, I mean, they had literally half the pack was, 
almost getting lapped. Like I was starting to get nervous that um, Meese and Dallas were going to, you know, they were really close, probably within a, a maybe half a straightaway from lap getting into, you know, eight rider battle for ninth place. So that would have been Stallings was on that uh, Kawasaki, wasn't he? Yeah, we're back. Man. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, he uh, really cool he did pretty that. well at the beginning of the day. It kind of looked like he faded a little bit, but I I thought I remember seeing that. I'm like, oh shit, he's doing pretty well in that Werbach racing uh, Cowie. Well, also he hasn't been racing as much. He's he is not doing the full season, so he I don't want to say yeah. he was rusty, but you know, to come off the bench, so to speak. And I mean, you know, it's a good a good bike, good team, and and I'm yeah. happy. I mean, I want to see everybody. Uh, you know, I don't like seeing him on the sidelines, especially with the talent he's got. So uh, I want everybody to have I, fun. I, I, <laughs> yeah, everybody gets the orange slices in the Capri Sun. <laughs> but uh, the, um, you know, I, I don't know what their budget is or anything, but I would love to see them put them on it again, like it, it, at least at the miles, you know, because he's a really strong mile rider. I don't know what he's got planned for, you know, if he's going to bring his singles out for the smaller tracks or if he's just, you know, just having to ride somebody else's stuff. But uh, anyway, it was, it was really good to see Stallings back out there. And, uh, um, and then actually backing up a little bit too, man, I just want to shout out Colby Carlisle again too, man, because. The dude has had what, like three or four legit career ending injuries and he keeps coming back and, and he's actually I think it's rejuvenating him, man. Maybe I don't know if it's just the Yamaha, the team, just his mindset or what, but uh you know, Col- Colby, if you're listening, man, props to you, man. That's uh that's really, really impressive, man, 'cause uh dude, I know majority of people would probably have hung it up by now with those types of injuries. So, um anyway, moving moving back along, just wanted to give a shout out to Kevin and uh, Colby. Yeah, Eric, do you want to chime in on any of those guys and then we'll kind of wrap up the field? Yep. I, yeah, also on Colby, we talked about that last week where um, he kind of seems like he's, you know, kind of Stella's getting her groove back. Um, so I I see good things coming for him uh, for the rest of the season. It's for whatever reason, things have just kind of clicked with him. You know, he's maybe on the mental side of things, but I would say it's probably also that bike. He's starting to figure it out. And um, I look forward to him going really well over these these tracks that are coming up yeah and i'm mm, yeah. i'm i'm bummed with uh janice uh the bike just you know i was jesse's such a good rider and the bike just it didn't look good at all um and i didn't get to talk to wally but i saw they they tried some things on the bike that didn't work and they're such a good team wally and they have a great crew and sometimes shit doesn't work out the way you plan and obviously Jesse had a couple moments. I was sitting there watching it and almost tossed him off the bike. It's like, dude, it's so hard to race a mile when you're not comfortable. And yeah, so it was a, it was a bummer. It looked like he pulled off, which is, you know, probably probably the move if the bike is, is that far off, but hopefully they figure it out. Cause that bike looked, it looked better at Sonoya. I thought, I mean, I think he like qualified top three or four at Sonoya, but yeah, just a bummer. I uh, the, the Wally's team deserves better, um, a better result, and Janish does as well. So hopefully, hopefully they figured it out. And then Gary Ketchum, bruh, put it in the main. <laughs> um, <laughs> Giving the old guys hope. I love it. Yeah, and yes. I don't know. I, Gary seems like a really nice guy. I don't, I don't know him well, but I mean, should he have, should he have been in the main? Probably, probably not. Right. I mean, um, but he, he. He had, he put it in like uh, Jordan Harris had a mechanical and Gary snagged that last spot. And I thought Gary was super, he had really good. It was a classy move where he didn't push the issue. He could have easily just went like stayed out there and, you know, just did his laps, but uh, he was super respectful and uh, moving over for the lead guys. And 
and letting them race. But uh, yeah, cool for Gary to to get out there and uh, another main event at I think he's like sixty some years old. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely cool with cool with how he kind of handled that whole situation. And uh, yeah, good job, Gary. It's uh, it's cool, man, to put that on your uh, you know on your memory box for the future. But heck yeah. Um, He'll do yeah, it. I so, hope I'm walking in alive at that age. So <laughs> more props to him. I sure as fuck ain't racing flat track. I'll tell you that. Um I'm <laughs> uh, looking here uh real fast at the the singles points is really close. We touched upon it a little bit. We're not gonna deep dive it too much, but it's actually it's the closest singles championship we've seen in a long time. Like, I mean, there's there's a bunch of guys that are within 45 ish points, 46 points from cop all the way to Tom drain. Uh, it's, it's close. It's close. It's wide open. So that's exciting. The riders who struggled on the mile, you have the other guys who are good on the mile, like the Sathoffs and the Tom drain and, and Trent. And then you have like Cody and Dalton who've been struggling. And then you have, you know, Trent went, one six two one after a dq and a crash at this tt like i've said on this podcast a lot but man you can get rewarded for for race wins uh eric i mean what what are your thoughts on the points right now yeah cody stop letting the other guys get closer to you no i i agree with everything you said and um it's gonna make for great storylines and they mentioned it in the um um, the broadcast about, and I think it was a heat race where like all the top five were all different brands. And, uh, you know, it's just cool in the singles class. I mean, yeah, up front, you're seeing definitely a lot of KTMs, but the Hondas and the Yamahas are starting to creep up in there. So you, you see a lot of parody. Um, it's, it's really cool. I, I, um, I, yeah, I just can't, that's what I keep going back to is damn it, Cody, you're letting everybody have a chance. So we, um, I think if he can, um, do better at this last mile i think uh you'll start to pull away at least the top two uh you know dalton who's also strong on tt's i think they'll really start to pull away on the tt's coming up but we'll see how they do on the half miles it's definitely uh even keel on that yeah i was wow. actually really yeah uh, well so obviously dalton and i talk a lot and and he actually he made a pretty uh weird comment for him you know, obviously it's oh, not yeah, fun getting beat and, and he don't want to get seventh either, but he said, man, you know, like I forget how he said it, but some of the effect of like, you know, it sucks getting beat, but man, it's good for the sport that you got all these different brands. And, and even though like, you know, all the bikes are good everywhere. It's just that certain ones are better. Like the Hondas are definitely, and the Yamahas are definitely a little bit better on the bigger tracks where maybe the smaller technical tracks, the steel frame Huskies and KTMs are a little bit stronger. And then you got the half miles, which is kind of in between. So, Really, in our sport, you know, we got four brands in one class running up front. I mean, that's that's like Supercross style stuff. So, I mean, it's it's great for the sport, you know, because nobody wants to see just a Honda win everything. And then, like last year, Cody won so many races. I mean, not saying taking anything against him, but it's like, man, you know, we want to see some other people running up front. And this season has delivered that. And, and I mean, you got there's the top. 10 realistically could still win races, you know, and, and Shane is in 12th and I think she's still going to win some races, you know? So it, it is pretty badass that we're in this situation right now. I mean, it, it sucks because obviously as a team owner and manager or whatever, I want my guy to be way out front, but uh, 
looking at the overall picture, I mean, it's, it's, it's showing a good, healthy balance. I mean, cause you know, anytime you get one dominant brand and I'll say the same thing for super twins, man. I mean, I hated the XR 70 cause it won everything for 300 years. And then the Indian came out and won everything for eight years or however long it's been. And, and now you got the Yamaha that's in a very, very, very good spot for a championship. And, and, you know, I think next year by the time Briar and them get some more development and some other people are developing these KTMs. I mean, you know, Maybe I'll catch some I'm, flack for it, but I just I just think like multiple brand race and everybody wants and stresses on that. I think it's slightly overrated. Like I really feel like our best years as far as watching the races, now that we look back at it, was when we had all the XR 750s or even when we had most, you know, all the Indian FTR 750s out there. Like everybody was, you know, on similar-ish competitive bikes um, and I'll even go back before that when everybody was building, you know, garage built Kawasaki twins, when I was able to build bikes in, in my garage and go out and podium multiple times. Um, I think we, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a make or break either way, but I also think, uh, you know, there was, there's opportunities there when, when everybody is on the same brand and I had a fun, fun little fact for both of you guys. I, I don't know. I don't see any Kawasaki four fifties out there and i'm looking at the point standings i don't think a kawasaki 450 has scored any points in aft single i think the last one was taryn uh last year and and max as well so yeah taryn and that's max crazy the last two. yeah that's crazy and i mean max- i get the suzuki thing because you have to kick it but the uh <laughs> the cowie man I, I i it's actually crazy i literally just just thought about it while we were sitting here i'm like fuck there's no cow yeah i could be wrong but i want to say that like when Max was running his Cowie, he had like a, I think he had like an Australian Cowie deal or something to where he was, you know, kind of contracted through him. But I want to say I remember him saying like you had to. It's kind of like the KTM's are now. You're squeezing every last ounce of them out of it. It's just like yeah. it's not a platform that benefits, you know, high horsepower, high, you know, high, high torque. I guess I don't know. I just there's a reason why not, not a lot of them in flat track because they're just. Overall, the part support's not there. I mean, I you can call up and get anything you want so for, for Supercross. Green is oh, just Jesus. the ugliest color. did oh, you have a green Sour Punch bike? It was black with uh, Sour Punch <laughs> stickers. I always green. had black bikes. Green, lots of green. Mm, I had green leathers, yeah. Black, which huh? Actually, the year that I, I got all my podiums in the Super, whatever it was called, Twins, GNC1, and my, my leathers were green. So, yeah, maybe I'm being a hypocrite but um i just think green is just hideous i don't i don't love green um amber's favorite color is green i don't know what her favorite color is to be honest what color are her eyes what's her I middle name michelle <laughs> i don't know what color her eyes are they i think they're blue do you even know amber <laughs> i mean <laughs> i think i know her but I, who cares when's her birthday august 24th <laughs> when's your anniversary august 23rd I had, so that's what i mean it's one day apart i had to it's one oh, okay okay yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> so i all did right. that so can can amber take all the other uh racer moms or would she get her ass whooped oh yeah no nah, she's she can hold her own she's pretty spicy uh there was a, a does mom. Corey jump in does no, Corey jump she, in or does cory uh, crack a beer and I, watch what am I going to do? Fight the mom? Like I, you I don't want you to really... pinch your finger. No. Doing that, you do know? you, do you break them up or do you just grab a cold one? A, a land, what land shark? Is that your thing? Right? Yeah. Land shark. No, you, I little motion pro chair. Just sit back and watch or what? 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I she can handle her own shit. She's she's not a like she's athletic and she's not short. You know, she's dude. She's, she's bro. Fine. She can handle you. And the fact that she takes crews to more races than you do that's that's a lot. <laughs> she's a badass. I mean, I wouldn't put her up against Shayna. I still think Shayna is a terrifying um, person as far as like oh, Shayna Royale, Royale though. Which 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 mom wins like in the pits? Which moto mom wins? Oh shit! Well, we gotta go back. Jesus, we can we? Win? Should we even touch this subject? <laughs> <laughs> no, I let's mean, do a, Let's do a, I will. Let's do, a, a, let's do a flat track mom fight club pod soon. There we go. We, do we could just uh, you know how they had the fight Might club. Be our, they had the bull tacos. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Real fight moms. club. Real fight club. Not Jared Mees on Charlie Roberts cheater bike. A real fight club. <laughs> I'm trying to think what mom is would win that um fuck, i don't know i don't know everybody's kind right, of let's just scroll let's just scroll down real quick we'll look at I'm singles looking, um, i'm looking cody cobb's mom no dalton's mom no chase's mom she's also correctional <laughs> dude chase got the best yeah man. cody's mom's really yeah. athletic like cody's mom is she an athlete she still runs she's got endurance um, But can she take a hit can she take a punch you know that chase's know. mom has been through some shit uh max's mom being australian you now she'll get the knife out yeah trevor's mom yep. pretty chill oh chad's mom trent. pam coast pam coast oh, is spicy pam. yeah she's spicy i love pam. i love pam like she used to call me a lot too but now she doesn't anymore like i guess because he's not riding my husky but, luker's mom's um, pretty spicy too i wouldn't want to mess with luker yes mom. oh spicy. yeah yep. yeah uh, she's spicy what about what about trent's mom how's she mm, she's pretty mild like she i mean she's she? she's not gonna i don't think she's a fighter uh she is she is spicy too though like she's spicy so is um, what about shana's mom is shana's mom spicy <laughs> my mom <laughs> she talks a lot of shit but i don't think she's backing it up <laughs> i don't know i mean yeah that's so like to you had to have known that this podcast was just gonna fucking derail having both of us on at the same time so it's that's not fine. like you should be surprised that at this point in the podcast we're talking about moms fighting each other so. okay well, let's <laughs> before we get off i want to take five or seven more minutes of bullshit but i want to make sure we do our our housekeeping rob i know you have two races you want to shout out i want to shout out the mile high showdown august 19th i am my motorsports complex in erie colorado dave kilkenny is the eli tomac of this this race and every time we shout this out we're just gonna give dave kilkenny like a crazy reference to some insanely multifaceted motorcycle racer uh he wins it every year so uh want to shout them out it's a it seems like a really cool event that uh, you can find them on instagram mile high showdown hagerstown flat track probably the best race of the year coming up august 25th to 26th uh and then robbie's got we got the the lima the pushing is it called pushing i'll let you do your thing pushing the cushion pushing lima the, pushing the lima cushion man we uh basically what we did um you know, I, I love Greenville. I don't have anything against Greenville, and, and I'm I'm planning on going back to Greenville. Um, great facility, but the timing just opened up, and, and hats off to Jared Mees for also looking at the future of the sport. Um, you know, he approached me, and I'm like, man, it's going to be hard because, you know, I've been with Greenville so long, and it's just everything is like – I don't want to say smooth because, honestly, when's the last time we ever left there before 1 a.m., but we get so many riders. So we had to make a few concessions for Lima, unfortunately. Um can't have as many classes but i get it you know they got to do a lot of track prep but i mean it's one of the hardest tracks on the circuit to prep and keep good 
and he still is going to – he's getting his drag, like, every day. Jared, you know, is, is really putting a lot of effort into this, as is AFT. Um, so, really excited about that. And then also, just this morning, we got it finalized. Uh, we're going to uh, West Virginia the night before the national. So, um, two cool prospective uh, amateur programs to kind of showcase the future talent. Um, so, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it, man. I mean, we haven't, haven't – uh, I'm not good at like just blasting it all over the internet. And, you know, I know some other promoters, they got like every day, it's like this and that, this and that. And I get it, but um, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be good. Um, Who are you talking about? (laughs) What other promoters? Well, no, no, I'm just, no, I'm (laughs) just, I'll I'll just use them for example, like Jeff hires, you know I mean? And and nothing against him, but you know, that's his full-time job. So, you know, he's pumping up his races and he's got some good stuff and, you know, I'm getting all the, the details out, but, uh, for those of you wondering about Lima, I mean, it, it's a go. I've actually got a phone conference with him and uh, B. Smith here soon as far as the logistics-wise on – because we're going to obviously be on Can a time limit. It? So, yeah, you don't have an AFT license anymore. Yeah, dude, it's just like Sonoya. Yeah, dude. What's the over-under on people bitching if I race it? Does it depend on who you beat, I guess. All right. Yeah, they're going to be bitching, but can I, mean, I can I race? Even... Hey, I got one for you. Can I race the amateur race Friday, and then get my pro card and race Saturday? See, that is above my pay grade. So, as far as amateurs are concerned, just like when we had to check with Sonoya, you're not a current licensed AFT rider, so you're legal. But I don't know as far as if you ride one night just, and then AFT gives you a license for the next night. I don't know. You'd have to check with just them. Just come, uh, come race the hooligans with us. I'll be there no, racing. Yeah. Oh, let's go. No, I'm yeah, not. Dude, dude. Racing a hooligan around Lima sounds not not terrible. Yeah, I, I have sounds no desire. Gnarly, and yeah, we're gonna be there Friday and Saturday. So come on. Are, are hooligans racing the AFT race too? Yeah, we are. Did you just drop that oh, knowledge. Is that a breaking no. news on pod or no? I don't give I a shit. No, we're doing it. I already <laughs> sent my money in. <laughs> oh, badass! I I literally honestly yeah. have no idea. Yeah, someone it. has to save this fucking sinking ship. <laughs> Might as well be the hooligans. I love yeah, it. Exactly. Let's um, yeah, exactly. Let's see if we can't get Robbie Bobby out there. He's got he's to gotta do better than he did in Charlotte. What was that, 13th on the Triumph? Stop tying no, 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 no. You didn't make the main. If, yeah, I did. Okay. I made the main at Charlotte. Did you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me just shout out the, these other sponsors that honestly make this pod happen. I uh, want to shout out Moto America. Uh, we have... Road America this weekend. I'm actually, I'm excited. I'm headed to Road America. I'm going to try and do the Dairyland Classic on Friday. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to make that work with uh, my job as mini cup guy, but I'm going to try and get over and do the Friday night race at Dairyland. And we have, like I said, another round of mini cup at Road America. It's one of the really, it's like the cool, cool eh, Barbara's pretty cool too, but one of the coolest facilities Moto America goes to all year long. If you're in the area, if you're going to Dairyland and you want to come check out Road America, it's like 15 minutes. So tailgate, hang out. If you can't be there, check out the live plus package. Dunlop motorcycle tires, huge shout out to them for everything they do for the podcast. Support us, check out their website, dunlopmotorcycletires.com. Huge shout out to my boy, Jerry Stinchfield for keeping the podcast going since day one. He's like our original sponsor. He was instrumental in even getting it off the ground. And I want to give a shout out to Jerry for everything he does for the sport. Uh, yeah, just shout out to all those all those sponsors to uh, to make it happen. We got anything else, Rob? You want to talk about before we uh, wrap this wrap this up? Or Eric, what do you guys got? 
really, man. I think everything was going pretty good, man. I mean, um, it's cool to be back on the pod. I hope I can get an invite. You know, I don't know if, you know, Eric's definitely a lot more uh, organized than I am as far as, like, being on time and able to do it. But uh, I appreciate you guys letting me chime back in. I know uh, I'm, like, the king interrupter, and I love that. So uh, <laughs> deal with it. Dude, we love having you on the pod. It's yeah. just – you know, good. it's good. You never know what you're doing, bro. So it's dude. It's if it wasn't for like this morning, I told you like I got all my shit done this morning. Like, yeah, man, I can. I'll fit one in. Like, I hate Do to it. say that, but it's like sometimes you we know how to... I am. Like, I'll be just buried under. Can we something Do one at or, Lima. Uh, at Lima. Let's... Yeah. Like, I've, I mean, obviously, I'm... like we got a lot of stuff going on, but you know, like well, man, I'll, I'll, be know. Thir- I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there Thursday. Do we have enough signal to like to do one? Like, is that yeah. like a, a sit down? Like all of us in a circle, just bullshitting like on video, or just talking on the phone again? We could do a video. No, we're just sitting down, drinking some land sharks. We could do a video. Pod. Re- yeah, let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah. Uh, let's just I, uh, yeah, let's do it. I'm game. Let me know. I'll be there Thursday. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I yeah, wanna, I'm yeah. a, I think I arrive Thursday, Tuesday. Overall, All right. good event at Red Mile. Stoked. Hopefully, we can come back to that. Um, wouldn't mind a doubleheader at races like that too, man. With the track, a track like that where it's notoriously good every year, like let's just do a doubleheader. It saves travel money for the teams. One setup of the air fence, uh, pretty good area for well, for the fans. Like let's do more doubleheaders. Yeah, but but devil's advocate here, and specifically Kentucky, like last year, the first day great crowd, second day ghost town. So I think that's probably the the reasoning for that, because uh, you know I mean obviously AFT is not you know wanting to lose money and and when I don't know the facility rental cost but uh, you know it was definitely a sad day on the second day there as far as spectator count but uh, but yeah I, I, I do love doubleheaders for every reason you just said that Corey make it happen all right lots well, of wrap I'm gonna. I got to leave for mini cup in the morning. Got a ton of shit to do. You guys are busy, I'm sure, but appreciate all the fans racer. for Big tuning in. <laughs> appreciate the fans for tuning in, supporting the pod. And yeah, it's uh, you're you guys messaging Rob, telling him you miss him, and you guys, you know, telling Eric how much how well he does. Like it's it goes a long way, man. It's uh, we just it take takes a lot of time for us to get on here and do this. So definitely all the comments and everything, we definitely appreciate it. So on that, boys, that's a wrap. I'll uh off the show, fellas. You guys soon. All right. Y'all be safe. Corey, Eric, talk to you guys soon. Be safe. Yes, sir. All right. Later, boys.